one day on uh, YouTube, I was just browsing, and then I saw a video by Andy McKee. Okay, yep. And the song was called Drifting, and I was blown away by this guy, his playing and technique, and I was like, I want to do that. I want to yeah. learn how to do that. Yep, that's right. I'm back from my hiatus. You know, I've taken a hiatus from my hiatus. <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks since in Melbourne last week, so uh, welcome back to another episode. <laughs> I've had a couple of weeks off. I uh, thought, uh, you know, I'll have a bit of a break, and uh, I decided, you know what, I'm going to drop another episode. <laughs> thought, you know, might as well keep the ball rolling. My name is Ivan Pugioni, and uh, thank you so much for listening and supporting me for the last 11 or now 12 episodes. Really appreciate it. You can listen to me on Apple Music uh, or iTunes. Uh, I'm also on Podbean as well as Stitcher, so you can listen to me all around the world. You know, I've been listening to in different countries, or my native Australia, of course, the United States, and even countries like India and Switzerland, I've noticed, uh, have had downloads from. So thank you very much for listening, and uh, sorry that I haven't released as many episodes as I should, but, uh, you know, more episodes will come in the near future. My guest today, he is an acoustic guitarist. His name is Nathan Varga. I met him probably about four or five years ago when I was doing community radio for 3 Z. And uh, he came in just for a nice chat and uh, we talked about his music and uh, he's learning how to sing and, and write lyrics because he does mostly instrumental at the moment. And uh, we talked a bit about the cajon as well. A cajon is like a Spanish percussion instrument. It's basically like a, a box. Well, Nathan describes it in the interview. I won't go into too much detail. So yeah, anyway, he was a, he's a nice, very good friend. Uh, I've known him for a long time and uh, yeah, I was glad I was glad to have him in the studio and, uh, and tell his story to you. So uh, here he is. Here's my chat with Nathan. Nathan Varga. Enjoy. It is a very rainy morning in Melbourne on a Sunday after uh, Sunday morning. I was going to say Sunday afternoon. My goodness. And I'm with Nathan Varga. Hey Nate. Hey, how you going? Yeah, good, mate. It's, it's good. been it's been a long time since I uh, I interviewed you, and I've interviewed you because uh, I used to be on Three Triple Z Radio uh, Community Station in Melbourne, which has been mentioned on this podcast uh, a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, but it, I think this is like the fifth time that I've ever spoken to you. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You're and like a veteran. To, yep, it's good to be back and um, share about myself and what I've been doing the last few years. I guess. I, yeah. It's been since we've chatted, I don't know. It must have been, been at least a couple of years, I think. Mm. Yeah, I think maybe 2015 I saw you last, or mm. I spoke to you last, 2016 maybe. Yeah, it's been a been a while. And uh, yeah, you're, uh, you're a musician, you play acoustic guitar and a few other instruments as well. So um, yeah, you, you're doing all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, what's happening with yourself at the moment? What, what are you up to? It's been a busy few months of performing actively um, in many different areas of Victoria. So I'm based in Berwick. Um, but I've been driving a lot down to the Mornington Peninsula, ah, up into nice. the the wineries and as well, um, down near the um, Yarra Valley. Yeah. But yeah, just actively performing in different areas and meeting so many different people and sharing my music. Yeah, I'm sure, and you get you get quite a few interesting people, interesting characters. Mm. Yeah. So do you do things like markets and and that sort of thing? Yeah, markets, yeah. house concerts. Weddings, which I've... Oh, yeah, you recently, you told me you got invited to one off air. Yeah, so recently. I had a couple I met up with yesterday who um, 
want me to play at their wedding, so yeah, that's an honour. Yeah, it's always nice. Yeah, that's good. I love how there's like a little soundtrack as we're talking. There's like a little few raindrops hitting the roof. I think it's the first uh, I mentioned before. You're the first ever guest I think that I've spoken to, and it's been raining. And it's a bit of character. That's a bit of character. Yeah, it's like a nice little. So if you hear some raindrops, I do apologise, but uh, yeah, just uh, you're right. It does add a bit of character to the whole thing. <laughs> so, like my CD is called There's Something About Your Character Yes, yes, which I was actually going to put in the show notes And I actually, I have a physical copy Which is uh, in my CD rack mm, I'm downstairs. glad you still got it Yeah, it's still there Yeah, 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 it's good And it's on iTunes and Spotify But, but we'll, we'll mention all that at the end mm. You know, all good So Nathan, how did you get into music originally? Because you've been playing for a long time I've been playing since I was 16 Oh, alright So I'm 25 now So oh, it's been yeah. nine years no, still a while, yeah um, and before I was playing guitar, I was an athlete, actually, in a total oh, different industry. I did not know this at all. I've spoken to you like four times and I did not know. Yeah, I actually haven't told you. No, you haven't. What, what were you doing? So I was a sprinter and I was also a soccer player. Ah, could have played for the Socceroos. <laughs> <laughs> could have, maybe one day. What position were you? I was a striker. Ah, beautiful. Kicking all the goals. Ah, nice. So. Well, you've been kicking many goals in your life <laughs> so far. So, so it, was, it was good to do that for many years and then... It wasn't until I was 16 um, when my mum bought me a guitar. Yep. And in the back of my mind, before I was 16, I always wanted to... I always had that love for music and wanted to get into it. Yeah. But I just could never afford it. And, you know, a lot of my friends in primary school were getting lessons. And it was just in the back of my mind. Okay, one day I want to do that. Yeah, yeah. So thanks to mum, she bought me a guitar when I was 16. Fabulous. And um, then I was in my bedroom just learning... Songs that I enjoyed, and um, one day on uh, YouTube, I was just browsing, and then I saw a video by Andy McKee. Okay, yep. And the song was called Drifting, and I was blown away by this guy, his playing and technique, and I was like, I want to do that. I want to learn how to do that. Yeah. And so... Then I bought myself an acoustic guitar and started learning all those different techniques. Yeah. Oh, so you started with an electric guitar mm. and then you went acoustic. Okay. Yeah. Then I went acoustic. I fell in love with the sound and, and the way this guy was playing it. You did the opposite to Bob Dylan, acoustic to electric. Yeah. You know that story with Bob Dylan? One day he played electric on stage and someone yelled Judas in the crowd. <laughs> you know, he's a sellout. Yeah. <laughs> so you did an opposite of Bob Dylan. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so, um, and then I started finding all these different other artists who inspired me and, and yeah. learning from them it's kind of this journey i've been on where i come across music i like and enjoy and learning the techniques and different things that they obviously have gone through and learned in yeah. their life yeah and then eventually started writing my own music and uh it's just been that journey of learning and developing and defining your character, which I yeah. have built. and Well, there's something about it. <laughs> yeah. and so my city was about that whole process of defining your character, learning, building, growing, and and then releasing my first CD was, was just that. So. Yeah, definitely. It would have been a good experience. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. And also on the, um, actually in, in the liner, the liner notes in the CD, there's actually three triple Z on there. You put us as one of the, because we donated, I think, your kickstarter or something yeah all those years ago and yeah we're, we're on the we're on the notes which is always I mean, very nice yeah. yeah i like seeing that i mentioned um polyphonics everyone who supported yeah you know helped yeah. make the cd possible yeah because yeah. there was many people i think 84 people yeah. who There's contributed people to the, the cd and making yeah. it and yeah yeah which they all got a copy and and i think i read every, not everyone's name oh 
Um, I'm sure it's in there. I can't <laughs> remember. I have to go back and look at the CD. There were a lot of notes, I remember. Yeah. But I remember we were in there, three triple But definitely, yeah. you guys were a great we were, support. So. Yeah, no, we, we, we gave you quite a bit. So bit thank of you. Yeah. No, it was good, man. <laughs> so in, going back to the, the, the style of finger picking, you know, the guitar, you know, mm-hmm. that style, you, you have a very unique kind of finger picking style. Like, you don't really see too much. I mean, what was it like trying to learn that kind of style? Because that's very, a lot of notes in there. Oh, it's. um. It's very unique. Like you've got a, uh, maybe I'll put up a YouTube video on my social media pages, um, and I'll I'll show like I'm sure there's like live performances of you on YouTube yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I'll put something out. It's very like I can't really explain it. It's like real. It's like I've seen finger picking before, but this one's just very. I don't know. It's unique. I guess. Was it something that you kind of kind of evolved from what you were learning, or is it very similar to what uh, what he was learning, or what he? Well, what I mean, he had? It's similar in ways to many artists that I've learned from. Yeah. But at the same time, like you're saying, it's unique because I try to, when I play, you know, have your own approach to performing and playing music and not being just like everyone else. Yeah, of course. That's the whole idea with music is you're... you're, You you learn from many people, but you also start to craft your own ways and ideas of playing... And there's also uh, um, something that I incorporated, um, the cajon, into yeah. my performing. And the, what is the cajon for those who don't know? So for everyone out there, the cajon is um, it's a percussion instrument. And so I sit on it and with, with my right hand I play the cajon and on my left hand I play the guitar. So that's something different which came by accident. Yeah. I didn't intend on doing that it just was <laughs> one day it just happened so and i'll tell the story because of course you need to know of course of course um so in 2014 no sorry 2011 is when i purchased the cajon uh-huh. and the cajon i guess it's it's like a for those who don't know what it looks like it's kind of like a a box like mm-hmm. i guess it's what the size of a milk crate maybe a bit bigger and it's kind of like a oh, hollow... a bit bigger. It's like two milk crates stacked on top of each other. Yeah, two milk crates. It's like a hollow box, and it doesn't have a bottom on it, right? Oh, it ha- it, well, or it has a bottom? It has or? some you know, some feet to... Oh, some stand. feet to hold it up, yeah. yeah. And it's basically like a knock box. You just yeah, you like, whack it. Yeah, you whack it, it with your hand. different yeah. tones and... Yeah, yeah. I mean, cajon means box in Spanish. In Spanish, that's right. So <clears> it's like a box. It's like a sturdy hollow box. Yeah. 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 And so I purchased that back in 2011. Yeah. And... It was one of those things I bought, and it kind of just sat in my room, not doing much. <laughs> Collecting dust. Collecting dust. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, every now and then, I'd play it a little bit, but it was just sitting there. And so, in 2014, three years later, I wanted to write my own music, and that's that's when I was playing and, I mean, writing a lot of music. And, and I came back from a gig one day yep. with my guitar, and I was walking around, and I went into a store called Ishka. Okay. And I knew the lady there. I'm good friends with her. And I was browsing around and I saw this stool um, that kind of caught my eye. And I was like, that's cool. And I just bought it for no no reason. I had no purpose for this stool. <laughs> so it was an impulse Impul- purchase. Impulse, <laughs> impulse purchase. <buy>. Yeah. So <laughs> now, for people who um, probably, you know, listening, don't know what it looks like. It's, I mean, Ishka is a very kind of cultural kind of place that a lot of stuff comes from india indonesia yeah, i think it, i've heard of ishka actually yeah it's just basically it, it's different kind of clothing and other kind of wares from exotic countries mm, yeah it's very like asia and india and 
Southeast Asia and those kind of things. So the stool yeah. has four legs and it's very short. It's about, the legs are like 10 centimetres high, yeah. 15 centimetres. Yeah. And the top is just like a cushion, soft padding, It's a, and it's a tree, yeah. like a tree of life design. Yeah, yeah. So it was really nice. And when I went home with my guitar, I had the stool in my hand, I saw the cajon and then bang, the idea just clicked. Yeah. I don't know. In that moment, I was like, okay. I want to try something. Yeah, cool. And so the stool, what I use the stool for is the guitar sits on the stool. Yeah. It's a padding cushion, so it raises it a little bit off the ground. Yeah. So it's upright like a cello. Yeah. And then I hammer on with my left hand all the notes and the chords and stuff. And I'm sitting on the cajon, and then with my right hand, I play the percussion. Yeah. And all you need is on your right foot, you need like a hi-hat, you know, pedal yeah. <laughs> and then a harmonica in your mouth and then you got a one-man band one-man band it's like bring 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 yeah you're a one-man yeah. band so that's how it came about it was just an accident um one of those aha moments yeah great so uh, i mean is the, so the gohan is because uh, listening to there's something about your character and that you you're I wouldn't say your latest album, but your most recent album from a couple yeah. of years ago. You used the Cajon, I think, in, in a few of uh, those tracks, yeah, don't you? In, yeah, in four tracks. Yeah. Oh, no, three tracks, I think three I tracks. used the Cajon. Yeah, and, yeah. And it was hard to record that, actually, because the amount of microphones we had around the around me. Yeah. And when I'm playing the Cajon. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't start, like, in, in the songs, it's something I add what, like during oh, the playing, so I oh, don't right. start playing with the cajon. Oh, okay. So, so you mean like you record on the same track, but you put the cajon in, or is the cajon recorded on no, a separate? The, track it was all it? done live. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. But my songs, you know, they'll start without the cajon. Okay. A sure. lot of them just start without the cajon. Oh, and then yeah, and you bring the cajon I in. Inco- incorporate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, in the chorus, or it might be in the in, yeah. in some kind of bridge section. Yeah. Cool. Now it's picking up. Now the it's picking getting... up a bit. Yeah. So sorry about the rain if you're listening. But yeah, it does add character, <laughs> like you mentioned. Actually, it's funny because I've got a. I'm starting to learn drums. I think I mentioned this on the podcast before. I've yeah, got an electronic drum kit. Maybe I should add a cajon in there. Maybe I should <laughs> just have one on the top, and I just go, thunk, 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 <laughs> you know, whack it with my my hand or my <laughs> foot or something, you know. <laughs> it's a great sounding instrument. Yeah, it well, does. Depending on yeah. what one you buy, and I mean, they're all different sounding, and, and the woods make. They make a huge difference. I remember you brought it in a couple of times to record live at uh, mm. 3ZZZ, and I remember the Cajon quite well. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was very good. Yeah, very uh, very unique, <laughs> very interesting. Yeah. And so back to, you know, how I incorporate it into the songs, it's kind of a visual thing too where I'm playing Yeah. just as I as anyone would stand and stand, I play the guitar. Yeah. You know, just standard. Yeah. And then I'll swing it down and put it on the stool <laughs> that, while that's I'm playing. Right. And it'll be like an upright bass kind of thing i mean yeah. like i mean like the position you've got it vertical mm. basically yeah 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 so while i'm playing i've got to put a youtube video up about y- yeah, it I've got to, it's, I've, it's, it's be, something you do have to see yeah yeah i'll, I'll see if i can find one and yeah I'll, and we'll yeah. definitely have to pop something up for people out there yeah definitely just so people can understand because mm. they're probably thinking what why does that work yeah so i'm playing and then all of a sudden you keep the melody going you keep the rhythm going yeah just so you know you're not going to stop playing and then swing it down. Yeah. So it's a bit difficult. You've got to keep it going and the melody while you're swinging it down and then you play the cajon yeah, at yeah. the percussion. It's something that opens up and makes it bigger, makes it more interesting. And oh, There's actually, I've got a video here on YouTube that just come up. It literally came up 15 hours ago on YouTube. You were performing at PAVE 2018. Oh, and, there's, and the image is you playing, oh, no, it doesn't look like a cajon. It looks like you've got the guitar on a pillow. 
Is that a pillow? No, that might be the cajon, maybe. Yeah, I think I remember that. Actually, yeah. I, I was looking at that last night. The, it was sent to me. Yeah. Yeah, well, 15 hours ago. Yeah, so. literally got uploaded 15 hours ago. Yeah, it's brand new. Oh, yeah, that must be your cajon. Oh, okay, maybe I'll put that one up. So yeah, why not put that one up? Yeah, cool. Very recent. You got that your... was in Emerald, yeah. Yeah, oh, nice. Emerald, yeah. What was that like? Because you, you like performing in, like, regional areas and, and that sort of thing. Mm. What's what's the atmosphere like when you perform in regional areas? It's, it's good. I mean... Yeah. That was at a pop-up wine bar, actually. All right, yeah. It pops up every year for about a month or two. I can't remember how long it stays around, but um, during the Pay Festival. Yep. And what was the Pay Festival? So that's in Emerald. It's, I think it goes for two weeks, okay. Pay Festival. Yeah. And it's just throughout Emerald, there's all these different venues and they've got a stage set up and musicians just play throughout the whole two weeks. Yeah. Okay. And it's a big festival for the whole community. Yeah, quite a few people turn up. Yeah, I mean, it's throughout the whole two weeks, so, you know... Uh, it's sporadic. It's sporadic. Yeah, you know, you yeah, might have okay. really busy days, or you just never know. Yeah. Depending on the weather, too, of course. Of course. Um, so, yeah, no, it was great, and um, the atmosphere is generally usually pretty cool. I mean, people usually... Because my music's so earthy and yeah, yeah. relaxing and... Definitely. People just like to sit down, relax, enjoy a drink. Yeah, maybe something to eat. And Sometimes, you know, people are up dancing. It just depends on the track, of course. Yeah. So, no, it's good. It's always good when fam- a lot of families enjoy the music when they're bringing their kids. And Yeah. So I remember we, you were playing a gig, I think, at a pizza bar or something. I think it was like a, pizza, a place which sold pizzas or something. It was like, oh, it was at least probably two, three years ago. I brought my partner with me. And it was like, I, it was somewhere in, the, in, it was very green. It was somewhere in the in the bush. Oh, was it? Um, Must have I, been Forest Edge. Oh, I think it was Forest Edge. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And you were performing there. And uh, yeah, I remember. On the Sunday? Yeah, it was a Sunday. That's yeah. right. We turned up and there was like, you know, it was like a, a decent crowd and yes. they were having pizza and wine and stuff. And it was very like, the, the view was just magnificent. It led on to like the... You know, it all adds to the um it all adds to the atmosphere yeah, yeah. so uh, what you must be feel pretty good being surrounded by like the the bush and mm. and, and the trees Nature's and the nature and stuff it, it, it and and plus it adds to the the earthy kind of acoustic tones of your of your mm-hmm. music as well yeah. yeah it's always good to be out there and playing and yeah that gig was was great that was actually my third CD launch show that's right yes yeah that's right you were doing a, a launch show there. Mm. that's right for you so that was number three I did the Friday Saturday and Sunday that's right you know I've, I've got a really funny story I don't think I've ever told you this before I think your second show might have been was it Belgrave I think Oscars Oscars I think it was somewhere somewhere in Belgrave I never told you this story what happened was I think you were playing on was it either the Friday night or the Saturday night or whatever? Saturday. It was, yeah, you were playing I remember, on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. So my partner lived near Belgrave at the time, or lived in that, that side of town. So I thought, oh, Nathan's playing. So we rocked up to uh, that place. <laughs> yeah. And then I we sat down, and then some random people turned up and started playing. And we ended up turning up on Friday night. We, we went on Friday night. I thought you were playing. I, I got the dates wrong. Oh, so yeah. I was like... Uh, I went up to the bartender and I said, uh, sorry, isn't there a guy called Nathan who's meant to be playing tonight? And they said, oh, he's tomorrow. And I'm like, you're <laughs> kidding. I'm like, I got the dates wrong. Uh, so then we came to see you on Sunday. <laughs> I was uh, like, oh, I don't want to miss out on Nathan. Yeah, yeah I never oh, told you that story. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, we turned up and I was like... I'm glad you you know, yeah. you know, made the, the effort. 
yeah. definitely after missing out on the yeah no i, I never the, told you yeah, yeah i was like no i have to see nathan no this yeah. is un- I, I read the dates wrong ah oh, man this sucks oh wow yeah well i mean that was still really good the people yeah. performed but i was like yeah, there's a, there's lot a of whole great... band it was like um okay uh, i thought nathan was solo who are these people <laughs> oh maybe maybe it was because the vocalist hadn't come out for another 10 minutes like oh maybe vo- nathan's warming up yeah you know i'm like oh nathan will turn up yeah no, you never turned up it's like oh all right <laughs> my fault <laughs> oh. crazy speaking of gigs what is your most memorable gig i mean oh, what's well. one which because um, you performed basically anywhere you've performed on stages you've performed in markets you've performed basically in any to different crowds of people what's mm. regardless of the size of the audience regardless mm. of the venue or whatever what's your most memorable yeah, you know, well. gig what, what stands out for you what's like you look back on it and think yeah i love this i think yeah. it was my best moment yeah well it's it's definitely hard to or do you have more than one decide because yeah every gig has its own special kind of touch yeah. And um, effect on you. Hmm. So, I mean, I love performing. It's a passion of mine. Yeah, of course. And so I do remember a lot of them as being amazing experiences. Gosh, but ha- to yeah, put I know, one into... Hard, yeah. yeah, sorry to put you on the spot. Absolute <laughs> favourite. It's really hard because... Okay. I mean, I played a gig uh, recently... Well, you know how I, I do a lot of markets. That's right. Even yeah. things like that are really memorable too because there's certain people you meet or you could have like a whole family dancing just in front of you, enjoying the music. Yeah. And just really in the moment. Yeah, yeah. That's special. And like, because when you're at markets, it's technically like you're performing, but it's more of a busking thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of people just passing by. They're not doing much. Mm-hmm. So it's it's nice when people really get immersed in... In the music, so. I guess you do, yeah. I guess as long as the people are happy and they're enjoying as long as they're the happy, it's really a, it's a great gig. Everything's memorable. It's all memorable. It's all yeah. yeah. It's, I can't put it into one <laughs> thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's all right. That's okay. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. I mean, I, when I was in America um, in August last year, yeah. I mean that was memorable too. I went yeah. to actually. There was a cafe there called Cafe Manor. Oh, well, what city was that in? Because um, we have a few American listeners. In Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin, okay. Yeah. yeah we, have, we have a few American listeners for this podcast, so maybe... Well, maybe yeah. they might know maybe this cafe. It's a okay. great cafe. What was the name of it again? Cafe Manor. Manor, yeah. Cool. And um, now I went there for lunch, I think it was, yeah. one day, and I just was amazed by all the food and the service. It was incredible. <laughs> and I just got along really well with the owner and all the people there, and then they invited me back to play. Because I was talking about the music and I was up there for a competition. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, As in you were giving away stuff or you were one of the contestants? I was one of the contestants. Oh, all right. Nice. Um, in the, which is happening actually this August too. It happens every year. And what was the competition? It's called the Wilson Centre Guitar Festival and Competition. Ah, cool. A guitar off. <laughs> yeah. So they, <laughs> ha- they have different categories. They've got the jazz and rock. Yeah. Sorry, and blues and classical and fingerstyle and you were which in was my style. Yeah. yeah nice and so i was a semi-finalist oh, wow. i flew over there and yeah. performed and that was you know memorable of course and but this cafe was it was just a beautiful cafe and 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 playing music for all the people there and enjoying the food so that was really kind of my first gig in america yeah besides the competition itself <coughs> Yeah, what 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 was the American scene like when you were performing? I mean, obviously it was a, it was a guitar competition. There were a lot of people, but mm. did you find like the crowds are very similar to Australian crowds? Like they were very relaxed, or were the Americans a bit different in terms of um, you know from what your perception? 
I think it's a little different because my style of playing, yeah, and especially because it was a guitar competition. Yeah, of course. <laughs> everyone really appreciates that music and that style. Yeah. And are really attentive. Like when I was performing, like it was like you could hear a pin drop. It was that quiet. Yeah, there. right, right. They probably thought, wow, this guy's got his yeah, gone. So <laughs> it's all happening. Really focused on the music. And so you've got to bring your A game too. You know, you want to of make course. sure you're performing well. and You're representing Australia yeah. as well. <laughs> you, want to, you want to show those Yanks how it's done. Yep. <laughs> how we do it down under. And they like my accent. So oh, they that's do. a bonus. That's the thing with Americans. Like you, as soon as you start speaking, you know, in your Australian, Australian yeah. accent, they love it. They're like, oh, yeah. wow. And I mean, I, I think that of their accent, I'm like, you know, it's because we're, we're living in different worlds. You yeah. know, you're not used to that, hearing that. So. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And they just think, I don't know, it's like, it's funny with Americans, they just think, oh, like as soon as they hear your accent, they just, they love it. Something <laughs> yeah. about it, I don't know. Yeah. But sometimes, <clears throat> it's really funny, like sometimes you'll, you'll, you'll see Americans and you'll speak to them in your accent. They're like, oh, it's too thick, I don't understand it. And it's like, you think it's a subtle accent? Mm. It's like, no, I, I don't sound too... I'm not like, hey, mate, how are you? Got some Vegemite? You know? <laughs> yep. That'd be yeah. really I thick. don't have a thick accent like that. But no, no. But yep. some Americans think it's thick. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I know. Uh, well, if you're from America and you're listening, yes, it is raining in Melbourne right now. So, uh, yeah. And hello, if you're listening. And hello, yes. Hello, hello indeed. Nathan, I- what is on the horizon for you? What's happened? What What's the plan for a year? I know I've asked you this many times at Three Triple Z, but I like asking. You know, I like, you know, especially musicians. I like hearing what they like to come mm. up with in the next two years, five years, ten years, whatever. Mm. What's on the horizon for you at the moment? Well, I'm I'm in a big kind of phase where I'm learning and growing and studying a lot. Okay. So my 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 goal right now to help for the future is really just to enhance my knowledge and my skill base and just learn things that get me out of my comfort zone. Okay. And really... Like new instruments or, or different styles well, of I'm music? Well, I'm learning to sing now, yeah. which is something I... You, you want to sing something now? No. <laughs> Not really. Not really. Okay, fair <laughs> It's okay. But, um, yeah, so learning how to sing at the moment, which is something I've always had a fear of. Okay. Yeah, so tackling well, that. Okay, a fear. Do you mean a fear in case you hit the wrong notes, or is it just a fear of like what what, what was what was holding you back from singing? Ah, uh, I think you'd have a good voice. You'd have a nice. Well, many people have said that. Yeah, but I think we're very harsh on ourselves when we're like singing is very vulnerable. Okay, know? releasing your voice to the world. It's, I mean, a lot of people, you know, don't like the the sound of their voice when they hear it recorded. Yeah, right. Like you know, recording on this podcast, you hear it back, <laughs> and you're like, gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was really funny. Like the guests that I've had on after we've recorded, I'm like, oh, do you want to listen to your podcast, your episode? And they're like, oh, I don't like the sound of my own voice, but I'll try. I'll listen to it. Yeah. Like there's a lot of people who've been guests have never been on radio podcasting. So they're kind of, you know, and then they hear their voice and they're like, oh, I didn't sound too bad. Yeah. Like they get back to me. So, so yeah, it's I'm not like, too yeah. bad. I mean, yeah. but it's just overcoming that whole insecurity. Yeah. And okay. that doubt, that fear that you have. Yeah. You know, we can have so many silly little fears or doubts but that's just human we and we can learn to overcome it and yeah. and uh, and yeah and become and, a better yeah. person yeah and how how is how's learning singing uh how's that treated you? Are, you are you learning you've got like a vocal coach or i mean how are you yeah how well, are you doing it? i'm doing it online oh all right sure i've done a few in-person vocal coaching sessions yeah um but my schedule at the moment it's really hard to organize that yep. so in my own time, I've been learning online. Yeah. 
And eventually I do want to get a coach to work with. Yep, okay. But this is helping a lot. Yeah, good. Good. So, I mean, there's so many resources these days. There's no excuse. <laughs> no, of course. Like, everything's online. Like, even, like, me learning drums. Like, I'll get a teacher eventually, but, like, learning stuff online, it's just yeah. like, eh. you know, if you're on YouTube and you've got, like, a thousand lessons, it's like, mm. eh, I, can, I can just learn that. Even things, like, there's little online courses or there might be programs. Yeah. Cost maybe 50, 100, oh. depending on the... The program cheaper than paying like thousands for a music school. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> What's a hundred bucks? So then you and at least it's a skill. Yeah. At least it's a skill that you're going to use for life. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, you spend a hundred bucks on alcohol or something like <laughs> yeah. you know, like a, like an impulse pleasure. It's just something yeah. which you're going to take with you for, mm-hmm. for life. So exactly. it's like a lifelong skill. Oh, it looks like the clouds are uh, starting to recede. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Good. The sun's shining on us. Hopefully it's coming out soon. It's so. coming out soon. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, it's a big growth phase for me right now. Nice. So, I guess some new uh, new music will be on the cards then once, mm-hmm. you, once you get the vocals down pat. Mm-hmm. We'll be hearing some singer-songwriter yeah. kind of tunes, maybe a new album. Mm, I love the instrumental stuff and I'll always write instrumental songs too. Yeah, cool. But, yeah, there'll be a different side of me where I'm singing now too as well and, yeah. Cool. Using that as another means of connecting with an audience. Yeah. Well, you've got to connect to the audience as best as you can. As a musician, you've got to really, you know, show them the music and they've got to, mm-hmm. they've got to relate to it, I guess. Yeah, on top of the, um, the vocal coaching, I'm also learning, I'm doing a course right now. It's um, a songwriting course, well, particularly yeah. lyric writing. Okay, yep, yep. Well, because I'm singing, I want to learn how to write good lyrics too. Yeah, great. Now, I can write lyrics, but it's like, well, I may as well go through the process of learning, you know, how to write good lyrics because... Yeah. And lyrics come, like singing, uh, lyrics come from the heart as well. You mm. know, they've got to kind of come from come from the heart and, you know, they've got to, they've got to sound plausible, <laughs> I mm. guess, and they've got to be relatable. And, and there's different techniques, personal. though, that, yeah. and, and ways of writing as well. Yeah. Not just like what words you use, but the phrasing. Yeah, of course. The you know the structure. Yeah. Of the v- the verse might be you know three lines of lyrics, and the chorus might be because the three lines of lyrics is an unstable verse. Okay. Yep. And then when you're having it even, it's stable. Yeah. So, and that creates a different feeling, and and for the person listening. Through the music, yeah, it's sure. it's it's a it's a lot to learn and get your head around. So, yeah, that's all right. Well, you, you'll come out the other side, and uh, you'll you'll drop a new album, and I'll hear your voice for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> 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 so are there plans to record an album very soon? I mean, are you, are oh, you, not uh, soon, not soon. Okay, fair enough. You're still you're still in the learning phase. Yeah, it's yeah, um nice. Give it maybe two years. Okay, great. Well, it took a long time for your previous album to come mm. out. And it took a lot of work, and I think you dropped an EP or two before you released this one. Was it? Oh no no. That was it. Oh, that was it. Yeah, mm. yeah, cool. Just the eight-track EP. <clears throat> well, it technically is nearly an album. But it's an album. Yeah, eight, eight, eight tracks, yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was 2015 in August when yeah, it was dropped. So. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Are you planning on <clears throat> at least collaborating with other artists or maybe being, have you had experiences where you've, you've been on other artists' albums and stuff? Oh, Has yes, there been yes, that yes. kind of... Have that you, would be cool. Yeah. I mean, have there been any plans to to get on someone like a single or get well, on? Well, it would be nice to collaborate, and I always love collaborating. Yeah, it's obviously um, meeting those people that you connect with and and you want to work with. At the moment, I haven't met anyone that or have any 
people that I'm working with or want to work with. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, well, maybe if I get better at drums, <laughs> if you need a drummer, <laughs> it's going to take probably a couple of years for me to get, you know, quarter decent, <laughs> decent. So if you need any beats, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> no, probably not. No, you can I, probably, do lo- you can, I do love a good beat. Uh, you'll find much better drummers than me, don't worry. <laughs> There's way better ones than me. <laughs> All good. Anyway, Nathan, your album, There's Something About Your Character, has been out since 2015. I'll put that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find it on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, Bandcamp. Yep. And uh, if you want to buy a physical copy, uh, if you still buy CDs, uh, you, it's not on vinyl, is it? Is no. it on vinyl? No. If it's like, you know, you have CDs, it's, there's an online store. I'll put the, note, the link in there as well. And you can buy the physical copy wherever else you can get your, uh, your good music, mm-hmm. I guess. Very good. Well, Nathan Varga, thanks so much for being with me this morning. I'm glad the rain has um, subsided and uh, the sun is shining on the rest of your morning and afternoon. Yes, I'll be heading down to Coddles Bridge. Coddles Bridge, where's that? Oh, gosh, it's an hour from here. Okay. Heading towards towards New South Wales. Oh, okay, on the way to the border. Okay, yeah. Well, not that far, but it's it's north. Yeah, north. Yep, 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 yep. Cool, cool. Just performing, is it, what is it, in a market or a stage? I'm actually going to the vineyard down there. Ah, okay, yeah. It's called, um, actually I've forgotten the name of the vineyard. Oh, it's all right. (laughs) Just go there and there's some live music there today. I'll go watch and just relax, have a wine. Oh, very good. And, um... Because it's, it's a networking thing too. I like to get out there and meet people. Of course. But you don't even have to perform. You know, you can be that that listener rather than the performer. Of course. So. And you learn off other musicians as well. And it's like a tight-knit community. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Well, Nathan, have a good time at Coddles Bridge. And, yes. Uh, you're welcome back to the studio anytime. If, you, you know, when the album's about to drop or something, let me know and uh, mm. we'll, uh, we'll hit it up. We'll promote it. Thanks again. No worries, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he can find much better drummers than me. I'm only just learning. <laughs> but thanks very much, Nathan. It was very nice to talk to you. And uh, yeah, all the best for you in the future. And hopefully uh, you can drop an album in the next uh, year or so. That'll be great. And uh, yeah, if you've got some new music, get in touch and uh, we'll uh, promote it on the podcast. I am on social media. You can find me at I am last week on Twitter. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at in Melbourne last week. I'm on Apple Podcasts, uh, no, not Spotify, <laughs> not yet anyway, uh, Podbean and Stitcher if you want to listen to the podcast and uh, my other 11 episodes as well. Do you want to be a guest? I mean, you, you can be anywhere in the world, in Australia or US, like one of my other guests, Massey Tahiri or, or whoever. Uh, just get in touch with me. I'd love to hear your story. You know, you don't have to be famous if you're doing something. I'd love to hear it. Uh, get in touch. You can send me an email at inmelbournelastweek at gmail.com. Just shoot me an email and uh, we'll tee something up. My name's Ivan Pugioni and that was another episode of In Melbourne Last Week. And uh, thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.